Hello and welcome back, bitches, to The Real Bitch of Bravo with yours truly, G. Hey, Wiley. I'm here with a guest that, A, is so patient in switching his itinerary, his calendar for me, um, and we literally just met, and I'm just in love with him already. Um, Mr. Mark Dominic, a.k.a. Pink Pop Box. I don't want to get it wrong because I tried to say it fast and I couldn't do it, so... <laughs> It's a tongue twister. It's a tongue twister. <laughs> How did you come up with Pink Pop Box for your Instagram handle? Well, it is, it is, well, you know, we have our podcast, The Pink Pop Box. My my best friend and I started this back at the height of the pandemic because, you know, everybody was starting podcasts. And we said, first, we want to identify ourselves as, well, gay. So, pink. Of course. And then we said, we're going to be a pop culture centered podcast mostly. So pop and come and see, you know, every month it was going to be a different, it's a different box. You never know what we're going to talk about next. Oh, I love that. Oh, that's so cute. I love that. That's totally Thank you. Teddy and Tamara asked the same thing. They go, what does it mean? What does it <laughs> at me <laughs> like, yeah, there are meaning that we just don't know that we're like... yeah no i told when i told tamra she was like oh i like it because it's cute it is it's adorable it's like and, and it, again everything correlates with one another right it totally makes sense so 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 cute um well first of all i want to say thank you for being on my podcast i love well, your thank podcast. you for having me of course anytime please anytime um Second of all, I love your content. It is giving Bravo all times. And on top of it, it gives other things as well when it comes to pop culture um, that I love, right? Um, Thank you. Of course, of course. Yeah, no, this is not blowing smoke up your ass, by the way. Oh, you can curse on this too, by the way. We're not, we're not. Oh, okay. Yeah. I wasn't sure. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, you can, you don't have to go clean on this. You can curse away. I curse all the time, okay. like worse than a sailor. Okay. Um, but yeah, like, I just love the fact that like, It'll pop up on my on my feed all the time, which I love. I'm so grateful that like Instagram's algorithm just makes your your um yours pop up on my feed all the time. And I love the fact that it's always like pop culture things that like I would never think to look at, right? Like I would never think to go on like page six to go look at stuff like that. So I'm like, oh, I have pink pop box. I don't need page six. So I become good. Like, oh, I, you're so uh, sweet. So, no, but I love it. I love the fact that there are like things on there and also things from my childhood as well that are on there, you know, like memories. We love our cartoons. We love oh, our right. cartoons. So, so good. And not only that, but you also put a lot of, um, you know, like daytime soap operas or like, you know, you kind of shows that I think correlate to other people, to people when they were younger or when they were teenagers um, that I- Yes. Yeah. Passions, oh. days of our lives, young and the right. Oh, honey, we, we are passions fans, okay? I love Passions. I wish it was back on. I wish it never got canceled. I got to meet Jesse. Um, he oh. is to die for. I love him. He's so, so sweet. By the way, I asked him if he would ever go back to it. He said, absolutely. If I was asked, I would totally go back. So, you know. Well, I met Tabitha. She was nice. Oh, uh, you know what? I feel like a lot of actors, when you tell them, like, 
I watched you on this and you were so great. And I like really wish you guys were back. <laughs> you know, they're, they're very grateful for that because they probably- Well, fun fact. Fun fact, back in 2012, I met Kim Richards at a fan event. And she was so lovely and so gracious and she was just so happy to be there and engaging with the fans. She, she was so gracious. I can, I can so see that. Yeah, I can so see that, especially with that family, just because, you know, they've been in the public show eye. Show business, before. baby. Yeah, yeah, it is what it is. Speaking of show business, let's go straight to the headlines. Fillers, Botox, and headlines. Oh, my. Bravo's giving. They give all the time, and it's so good. It's so good. I mean, I it's, know. Yeah. It's insane. It's insane. And this is just today, guys. We are um recording this on thursday hopefully this gets if my editor gets off his butt this goes out on friday and um so we can be <laughs> up to date with this because i don't edit any of my stuff um that being said bravo's giving it's ridiculous how much news came out just today on all the drama that is uh bravo um not only is leah mcsweeney suing bravo and andy and we're going to get to that first um, but they're also, um, Valley came out with his trailer and then on top of it, now we get Britney and Jax, you know, be living in separate homes for Britney's mental mm. health, um, a possible split. Um, then, and last but not least, we have to talk about, we're going to talk about Rachel and her suing Ariana and Sandoval, which is just, again, this all happened in one day. It's insane. One day. Uh, so good though, so good. So I'm super excited. Oh, so good. I brought on the best person I think possible for this because you have all of the tea and I'm so living for it. Let's start with Aww. Liam McSweeney and Brandy Glenville suing Bravo and Andy Cohen. Go. <laughs> well, Brandy's not Brandy's not Brandy's suing not him far. yet. That was a that is what's called a letter of intent. Gosh. And what that means is that. She's like, I'm knocking on your door just to let you know I might be knocking on your door. And this is why I'm knocking on your door. Gotcha. <clears throat> okay. So then let's- So that's the happening. Gotcha. I mean, it's it's an, it's an eventuality that Brandy is going to be suing Bravo. Oh, of course she needs money because God knows she's not going to get her girl's trip money now. Well, and on top of it, all she has is her pod, right? She doesn't really have any other- we're not um, even going to talk about that pod. <laughs> we can talk about that off pod one day for, from you. Unless you mm. want a dish, it's entirely. Oh no, we we don't need you know we don't need a war. I just don't like what she and Vicky did last week. Oh yeah, for those that don't know what Vicky and um, Brandy did, they basically I don't think that Brandy really went after her, but um, yeah, my boyfriend's coming in with coffee, <laughs> um, but. Uh, Vicky definitely went in on Tamara and the Trace Amigas and like it being all of her fault and all that stuff. And I think it's ridiculous. Like for somebody that says that she's so above the show, you try to get in the limelight a lot, Vicky. It's, it's. Honey, she's parched. She is parched. Really? She's thirsty. She is. She is dehydrated. Uh, she needs, she needs an oasis in that desert she's living in. Because, you know, the, the denial is just dried up. <laughs> so, so true. Um, Mark, I do, I do want to talk about Leah McSweeney and her 
um, her lawsuit with Bravo and with Andy, you actually read the entire dissertation, the entire- 109 pages, 109 pages. Oh my God, I thought it was only 50. Even 50 is a lot. No, ma'am. pages. Damn. Okay. It's a lot. It's yeah. a lot. So, I mean, that's longer than books that I read. The, the, I mean, I'll just, I'll break it down to you as quickly and easily as I can. Basically, what Leah is saying is that Bravo has in a, um, recklessly endangered her. Um, they were very, how do I say, sexually inappropriate with, with text messages from a Bravo producer sending pictures, allegedly, in my Carlos King voice, allegedly sending pictures of his genitalia around because that's special. And then um, she's saying that production crew, and this is why I was watching it so closely, production crew in Thailand okay. promised her that she would have access to Alcoholics Anonymous meetings there while she was filming. When she got off the plane, allegedly the production crew says, you won't have time for that. And then all of a sudden, you have Heather coming at her, asking her about drinking and sobriety and I've got your back. And then as soon as her back was turned, she goes to Giselle and Portia, let's get her drunk. And Giselle, and that's when that tipped Giselle off, there was a problem. And that's why Giselle said what she said, if you were to have a drink today, would that like ruin your whole life? And that's when Leah said, yes, this would ruin my whole life. So that entire Thailand trip, if you noticed, it was centered around her sobriety. Yes. And it, it, she's suing for that. Okay. There, there's a lot. There's a lot. So that, but that's the main reason why she is suing Bravo. The, those are the five main reasons. Yes. Okay. So then the rest of it, the rest of it, she just muds long. I don't know why they did that, but woo. She she is coming after him. That is for sure. I think that oh, she she needed a paycheck too. I mean, she's gonna get hers as much as humanly possible. And you know what? As far as the sobriety is concerned, I can understand that, and I get why she would be suing, you know, Bravo for that. I don't know. If, I personally, I don't think I would be going after Andy. I would be going after the entity that actually made all that possible. I'm not saying Andy's not, you know, as far as my knowledge is concerned, I'm sure that Andy is part of it, but he's not the entire cog. She is suing Andy as the as the head runner, showrunner, okay. because Andy is the head of all housewife programs. Mm -hmm. None of the others, just housewives. So he is always going to be named in a housewife suit. Yes. They are suing Peacock. They are suing NBC and Warner Brothers, all four of the umbrellas they are suing. Wow. So they are, and the, and the thing of the matter is, is because she is a housewife, and a lot of people don't understand this, and I read it in the codicil, she can't just go straight to court. Because she signed a contract, she has to show up for court mediation first to settle. So... Same with Caroline Manzo. Caroline Manzo can't just go straight to court. Right. She has to show up for mandated mediation before they do anything. 
Okay. So we may never find out what happens. I mean, that's another thing too that I'm kind of wondering and questioning. Like, I get that it was traumatic for Caroline, Caroline Manzo and probably for Brandy as well, um, being pushed, you know, into. But I want to see that damn show. I got no, you don't. So it's never gonna happen. But you, you don't want you don't want to see it. I don't want to okay. see it. I okay. read the report. I read the report. I know what Brandy did to Caroline. Ooh. Allegedly did to Caroline. Right, right. It so was the, it was bad. Okay. okay. Oh, so you so you know. Okay. Yeah. So may, maybe I don't want it. Yeah. Maybe I don't want to see it then. If that's like the. I don't, I don't want to. See, I don't need to see anybody's trauma. But I am going to say this: Alex McCord. Thank the good Lord she was in that bathroom when that went down. Because had she not been there, right, something bad would have happened. This, so this is not our story to tell. Everybody go on Reddit or go. Um, the court documents are, are open. So public go, record. They're public yeah, they're, record. They're public record. So go on the Southern that. District. They are on. They are on file at the Southern District of New York on their website. Okay. Yeah. So if anybody does really truly want to go into get into that. There you go. You can you can look into that. Mm. This, whole entire, this whole entire thing is a mess. I'm not gonna lie. I'm living for it because it's not my life. But I can only imagine. <laughs> it's, I can only, yeah, the problem I, here is is that production was the true villain in this story, right? Because, and this seems to be the the consensus for a lot of it is everybody comes back to production. I'm not saying every producer is a monster because. Right. That's not true. Right. But in this instance, it was an outlier production company in Morocco. It wasn't somebody from Shed. It was a it was a it was a Moroccan based Oh production production company. company. Interesting. Okay, yeah. So like cause for, for those that don't also that, that watch this that don't know, there are multiple different production companies that Bravo employs. They don't just employ their own production company, right? They outsource a lot of times they will outsource, especially if it's an international show, you know, if they're going international, they're traveling international, they outsource the production company, probably for this said reason. So they're not liable, I, I would assume. Right. Right. Um, well, they have to do that. It's more, it's more expensive to send them over. So. Oh, okay. Okay. Well, and again, that makes, that totally makes sense. You know, you got to save, save the money, I guess. Um, which is still crazy to me because I'm like, you're spending so much money on this show alone by doing talent. Like what's, you know, what's a few more, a few extra hundred G's or whatever to like have your own production right. company on there. I but, that's but whatever to each his own, you know, especially like production that the cast is comfortable with that they've seen and they've been with forever. Like the, this might be a production company that they don't even know. They're literally meeting the day that they walk like off the plane into Morocco. So it doesn't really, Whatever. This is something, I mean, there's going to be an overhaul at, at Universal and at Warner Brothers. There's going to be a le legit overhaul. Are we looking maybe possibly at like the downgrading of um, not necessarily Bravo, but just reality television in general? Because I love my reality TV. I don't want it to go away. I don't think it's going to go away. I just think that as times change, people change and behaviors change. And you have to keep current with what is allowable and what is not allowable and make sure that the people participating in these shows have a clear understanding of what's a no-go 
and what's okay to do. And I don't think the rules are being put down correctly, obviously. Right, right, of course, of course. Um, next, we are going to go into, um, sorry, we went over Leah McSweeney and her thing. Um, what did I say? Let's go into uh, Jax Taylor, because this will be quick. Uh, Jax Taylor and um, <laughs> Brittany Cartwright and what's going on in their lives. What uh, <laughs> for those that don't that have something been, happened? Absolutely. I mean, I, I don't want. I don't think that Brittany would use. And she said this on her podcast or on their podcast or share podcast that she would never use her life, um, or she would never use um, this for like fodder or whatever. Like this is her life. Like this is something that you know she's like she has a kid out of this. Like she's, this is her real life. She's not going to use this for a show, right? She's not going to. No. Uh, no dispel rumors for a show um that being said though the way that you came about it was pretty sus like you you say on your podcast that you're not that you guys are still together going strong everything's fine don't worry about us and then literally like two days later you say or a week later you say we're separated we're in another i'm living in another home due to my mental health it's just the the time. I want to know what he did. I want to know what he did. This is Jax Taylor we're talking about. Oh, absolutely. I want to know what he did. This is absolutely Jax Taylor, and which is really sad because I really did think that he changed. I was like, kids change you, right? Uh, Getting married should. Okay, how about this? Uh, should change you? <laughs> how about that? They should <laughs> change you. Um, I mean, that man ain't never going to change. He is a hoe from the back day he was going he was born a hoe he's gonna stay a hoe he he's forever a hoe you I know mean, here's the thing like i'm i'm quick to forgive people so like maybe i like, I, I know i would i would give him another chance i don't know there's just something about him Hell no. he's nothing like sandoval right like he's still he at, at least admits that he's wrong and he like tries to move on but like sandoval doesn't even admit that shit so like for me i'm like I can forgive him a lot easier than I will. I'll never forgive Sandoval ever. No, I, no. He will always be in the doghouse. He will always be dirt to me. He will always be a narcissist. He will always be all of these things. Um, Downright yeah. damn dirty dog. Yeah. But yeah, it's just, it, this one's just disappointing. This one's, I'm, I'm bummed about this one. Maybe because like, I'm a little bit more of a fan of them, of those two, because I thought that Britney had changed Ooh. him. That's the problem. These women, these girls, she's young. She thought yeah. she was going to get this almost 40-year-old man to change his ways and stop being a cat about town. No, ma'am. Right. Eat, 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 eat your cheddar cheese. Eat, eat your Cracker Barrel cheese. And, and, ha and go home to Kentucky and forget you ever was in L.A. in the first place. Save yourself. Oh, I just, it breaks my heart. And also... They're they have a child in the mix of all of this. That's the tragic part of it. That's yeah. And they were talking about having a second kid. Can you imagine if she had a second uh, child? God if no. She, if she was pregnant while this all this was going on, like, oh my gosh, this poor girl. Like, I just I couldn't even. Uh, I could. I I hope it all works out for them. I've always liked. I always had a soft spot in the heart for Brittany because I always felt like she was so taken in by the glitz and the glamour. And by the time she realized she's caught up, she was caught up. Yeah, she's already there. She's already in the mix. Yeah, yeah. 
Um, last but not least, let's get to because we really got to get into Beverly Hills because there's so much juicy shit that's going on. Oh my god, that reunion! But um, <sighs> last but not least, Rachel is suing um for I think three things, right? They, she's broken it down for three things. No, um, no, uh, four things. Uh, four she's things. suing for revenge porn. Um, oh gosh, eavesdropping. Mm -hmm. Um, distribution of pornography. And I forget the fourth one, sexual harassment or something like that. Is it really distribution though? Because nobody, I, I've never seen this. It is. Okay, ha, so have it is. public knowledge like out in the streets on the- No, it's not, on, it's not in the streets. I don't think it made it that far, but okay. apparently Bravo got themselves a copy. Oh, However, wow. that allegedly Bravo got themselves a copy because in this, in this, 50, I think it was 50 page complaint. One of the complaints was that it was distributed and in the property of Bravo and Rachel wants it deleted and destroyed. Yeah. So somehow, some way it got distributed. And because Ariana had mentioned on camera that she had viewed it and yeah. she, she becomes implicated with it. So oh. now you're in a whole tricky territory because they're not going after Bravo. They're not going after Andy. They're right. not going after Warners or Peacock right. yet. I guarantee you this was wave one because the attorneys that are representing her are Bethany's attorneys. <laughs> There's about to, this shit's about to go down if they're Bethany's attorneys. Now that now the thing the the fact of the matter is is that it's tragic and it's sad because Ariana is implicated in this. Yeah. And she was the victim. Right. And I'm like, how dare you? Because I'm like, on one hand, I understand because she mentioned it on camera, it probably has to go down like this. But the fact of the matter is is that you don't want to be the most hated woman in America again. Don't sue America's sweetheart for money that you didn't get when you were trying to renegotiate your Vanderpump deal, honey. Yeah, yeah. it's not looking good for her. Trifling trick. Yeah, and also, isn't she? I have no sympathy for Rachel. Isn't she also saying that she? Um, what did you? I'm just wondering. Do you, didn't she also say something to the effect of she's losing money because of this? Yes. Which is bullshit. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Well, had Bethany paid her what she should have paid her when she did her podcast, then she wouldn't have money problems because Lord knows Bethany was raking it in hand over fist when she was on that podcast. Yeah. Also, here's Please. the thing. You're doing, first of all, I don't believe that you're broke. Like, you, like. Oh, her parents are wealthy. They're okay. Yeah. She also has, um, she has pageant money, like prize pageant money. That her family she don't got no patch of money. She never won. No, 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 no. Like she did. She won once, but this was a while ago. It doesn't matter. Neither here nor there. That, that money is like gone, parents, girl. Didn't, <laughs> didn't didn't it? Didn't didn't the didn't it go to her parents because she's underage, mm -hmm. so she couldn't keep it. No. Okay. No, but it was distributed to her, and they had to pay off all her medical bills for the for the facility that sucked up most of her money. Okay. But she's also, here's the other thing though, too. She is still 
quote unquote, making money from this scandal. She has her podcast. She just walked fashion. That's it. You're getting paid. That's it. That's all she's, that's all she's made. It's just, that's all she's done. Okay. That's all she's done. She hasn't done anything else. She has no merch. She has, she, she, she has no merch. She walked a fashion show and she has a podcast that she doesn't even run. She just sits there and answers questions from two doctors. I'm not going to lie to you. I have no desire to listen to that podcast. I like, um, don't, don't, don't. There are, there are good content creators out there that will do the Lord's work for you. Yeah. So Vanderpump. And, re- and recap it. Cause I will never give her that clip. Yeah. Vanderpod recaps is like the best when it comes to that. I just watch her stuff and just, that's how I get her recaps from, um, Rachel. I'll listen to the rest of them, but that one I'm like, I just, it's, I don't think it's worth my time. Um, speaking of words, our time. It's, yeah. Okay. I, and that's what everybody says too. Like everybody's just like, don't, it's just, it's, it's, it's it's tragic. My friend, basically it's her last attempt at a cash grab. The time she should have done that was when she got with Bethany. The time she was, she had the golden goose right in front of her and the goose screwed her over. Yeah. Oh, that's sad. Allegedly. 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 Um, Well, throw that out there. That's really sad though. No, you got to cover your butt. You got to say allegedly all the time. So, which is allegedly (laughs) so bad. Um, Oh my gosh. uh, um, Let's get into it. Real Housewives of Beverly Hills reunion part one. Oh, what a a train wreck. We've all been waiting for this, um, except for the esophagus storyline. Um, we, I think we've all been Ugh. waiting for I, I want it to go away, too. Um, we find out, first of all, that Anne-Marie, um, Anne-Marie is really pronounced Anna-Marie. It's Dutch. Yes, it's Dutch. So that is how we are supposed to pronounce it, you guys. It's Anna-Marie. But um, I actually don't hate her. I know a lot. she gets a lot of flack. She gets a lot of hate. I don't hate her. Um but I know that she will probably not be back next season. Um, no, no. Due, due to the amount of outpouring, you know, rage and whatever from fans. Like, I, I know that fans don't make the decision, but they also, they are. They look at it. They look at it. It's They have to, right? It all plays a part. Yeah. Uh, what so, did you say? No, I said they have to, right? They have to look at it and see what they're. They have to. Yeah. So. Um, they begin with Erica and her evisceration line on Watch What Happens Live. Um, Kyle answers this question in my in my opinion, very level headed and beyond mature. Want to know your thoughts on the evisceration line um, and what she is eventually going to have to go through in um, for this reunion and answering all the Mauricio questions. Well, that comment was said before the Housewife and the Hustler Part Two came out, so. You know, Erica's redemption arc ended on Hulu for me. So everything else is falling flat for me. I'm not happy with her. Um, that being said, though, she's 100% correct. She was flayed to the bone for two years straight. So guess what? It is, even though I love Kyle, I speak to her often. It, it's her turn at bat. And she understood that. And she was a lady about it. Yeah. No, I, I couldn't agree more. She was definitely, a lady is the best way to describe how she responded to that comment that Erica made on Watch What Happens Live. Um, quick question for you. You brought up Erica's, I can't leave it alone. You brought up Erica's um, part two doc uh, 
uh, I just that just broke my heart because I've been team Erica forever, and now she's going through this lawsuit with her former um, uh, costume designer. designer. And they deserve all of the money. They deserve all of the like what like the fact that she did this at like a last attempt kind of thing for them, which they had nothing to do with anything that you were doing. They were just doing their jobs. Just is crazy to me that she's like this. I actually talked to um, I work in a members only club, and I was talking to one of the lawyers that's a um, member there. He basically is saying that Tom Girardi is scum, and Erica's not far behind. And that really broke my heart because I don't, and he's like, this is known in that, in their community, in like the law community and on top of it in Beverly Hills as well. Like they're just, this is how this couple was known as it's not a guilty by association thing. It's like, she's just not good. So I just wanted, wanted your thoughts on that thought. Oh my gosh. Well, you know, that whole situation was tragic unto itself. The fact that she wore a wiretap and she went in there she recorded him saying something just a little off and that was enough for these federal agents that were working with her to go in there arrest this man oh put you know put him in jail um fingerprint him the whole thing put him out on bail he lost an opportunity to be a father he lost his business he lost his life yeah yeah i can't even endorse it no, I. No matter what wonderful clapback, no matter what clapback she has, no matter how funny she is or how I'm never going to be able to get past it. So, needless to say, will you not be watching Ben at all on Blonde? <laughs> no. Yeah, I mean it. It it's really no. heartening if this is who who she really truly is, and this is the at the end of the day, even if she's trying to go through her redemption tour, it's. You're right. It's falling flat. It's really sad because I really do. I have been a day one for Erica. I have written hard for her. And if you watch that doc, that is the last that that like it's an innocent man doing nothing wrong to you. And you, for some odd reason, just pinpointed him. It doesn't make any sense. So I, I, I in the, even her sit down with the victims falls yeah. flat for me because here she did it with under the premise that this was being filmed for an LA Times article right. and the LA Times did her dirty and sold it to Hulu instead cuz it just didn't hit right with them and Hulu did whatever they wanted to do with it and they did but you know what this this is also another example of the truth comes out on camera regardless so i think that even if they, you know, shed light in a certain way, Hulu shed light in a certain way, they didn't really have to edit anything. They didn't really have to have come at it at an angle. Like this was cut dry. You're blaming somebody for doing something that they didn't do. And you ruined somebody's life for doing something that they didn't it's do wrong. Tragic. It's thank you. It's so tragic because that was a choice. She made that choice to do that. Yeah. It, it, the choices you made. I don't know what else to say about it. it no. it's, and now she's and now she's gonna have to go to court. They said the uh two days ago. She's prepare yourself. You're going to court. Yeah. Yeah. So he, he will have his day in court with her and we'll see what we'll see where it takes us. Uh, I mean Ugh. 
Yeah, it's it's. I think we can leave it there. It's just it's so sad. We'll we'll wait obviously and we'll talk about it later. But oh, I'm going to be watching it with a great deal of interest. Yeah, it's just sad though. It's just so. You know, sad. I've and I've spoken with Erica so many times, and I haven't. I couldn't bring myself to DM her for anything lately, just because I I know now I now I know, and she has not been looking at anybody's stories that she normally would. So she knows. She knows. She sees the writing on the wall for it. Um, afterwards, then we get to the nitty gritty of Dorit and Kyle's relationship. Basically, Kyle describing their lack of a relationship. Oh. Um, let's let's talk about it. Go I can I can speak on that. Um, I can speak on that quite clearly. So here's the thing: when Dorit joined the show, she was Lisa Vanderpump's friend, and only after season nine was there any sort of cohesion with her. And the Fox Force 5 was formed because of Puppy Gate. So you go three years into the pandemic and Dorit last year was held at gunpoint. And they all rallied around her. It just wasn't one person. They all rallied around her. And she fixated on Kyle, in my opinion. And she goes, this woman is my friend. PK and Mo are really good friends. We're all like families. And they did one vacation together. One! And she takes that and tries to expand on it and turn it into something that's not. And let's be honest, last year, and I can tell you from a very clear point, as soon as the reunion was over, someone checked in with me. And no, it was not Lisa Runner, but someone checked in with me. And my source said, Kyle is over everyone. And I said, well, what do you mean? They said, she feels betrayed. And I was like, hold up, what happened? And they couldn't tell me specifics. But basically it was the jumping into sister's business. That's the kiss of death with this friend group. Don't insert yourself between Kim, Kathy, and Kyle. It yeah. will not end well for you. Yeah. And that's where we are. She's done with her. Yeah. She's done with her. And you know yeah. what? She brought it on herself. Mind your business. This is also a known thing with Kyle. Like everybody knows that your relationship will be over with her. If you interject into the into the family dynamic, because she's had so much trauma with Kathy and so much trauma with Kim, and their relationships have been so on and off even prior to them, you know, being on the on the show. Like she didn't talk to Kathy for years because of uh, because years, of, oh, years, years. Their, their children weren't able to be with one another and be a family and like do all these different family things because of the friction between the two moms. So like knowing, going in and knowing that you just stay away, just stay away from that. That's something you just don't touch if you want to continue to be her friend. And she's made it very clear. And it's the comments that she's making on social media and in her interview and her confessionals and her after show stuff 
shut up, Dorit. Just shut up. You're annoying everybody. Crystal's like, why am I sitting here with this woman? And I will tell you this. Crystal did not know at that time that she was sitting with Dorit, that in her confessional, she called her a child bride. Because had she known, she would not be sitting there with her. So I'm not... So I'll I'll tell you that right now. Yeah. Yeah. No, I was just going to say, because Crystal's a friend of mine, so I can tell you hands down, she would not have been sitting there with her had she known. Yeah, I mean, this was her I'm going to speak up season. Absolutely, 100%. And I wish that she had done this sooner. I get why she didn't. I get why she didn't. I'm not, I'm just saying as a viewer, like an outsider looking in, like I just wish that she would be like this on a consistent basis. And I'm sure that this is how she is normally, right? She's normally the one that's like it is. up and talks. Yeah. She'll speak up and talk to you and she'll let you know what's on her mind and all that stuff. And she'll probably say it from the jump. I just wish, and I know that like going into a new group of friends, you got to kind of feel out everybody's energy and what they're about. And, you know, can I speak up or whatever? Kiki actually said this on Teddy and Tamara's podcast of, you know, I was taught to raise my hand when I like wanted my turn. So she's sitting here waiting for her turn when like these bitches are like, no, you you just dive in, sweetheart. Like there ain't no waiting. So yeah. So I get where she's coming from. I get that she wanted to like kind of look at the situation. What are your thoughts on her thinking that she's above the crew? Because that does come up in the um on the on the show are you talking about crystal and the education yeah, comment? Yeah, sorry yes yes that should have been more specific let me, let me let me explain to you let me tell you how that started that started crystal's first year in season 11. yes okay so what had happened was is that when they were at lisa renna's for garcelle's birthday party mm-hmm. and they were really giving her a hard time and they wanted her to change the word violation for when Sutton walked into her room and Crystal had just gotten out of the shower and she was naked. Yes. And she said, I felt violated. Yes. And they were trying to, they were trying to make her change her word. And that's when she said, I know the definition of this word. I used the word correctly. And she gave them the definition. And she goes, if you read, that's where it starts. She goes, if you read a book, you'll know what this word means. And that's where it started. And that's how it propelled forward. She's never made it a secret that she doesn't think she's the smartest in the room, but she knows she's one of the smartest in the room. And you're not going to pull one over on her. Okay. That's my hot take on that because I've heard so many people think, oh, she thinks they're all stupid. That's not true. Right. That's not true. She thinks they're actually all quite clever. And see that. I can see that. And she's not stupid and she's not going to speak because they tricked her once. They tricked her once in Mexico. And. They, they tricked her in La Quinta. And that was what really got her when they, when she tried to defend Sutton, when they were trying to make Sutton change her word. And Crystal got mad and she left Kyle's house. 
And then the next morning they called her, said, come back over. Let's just have a sit down. Let's Maya Koopa this. And she goes over. Why? And everybody's like, we're sorry, we're sorry, we're sorry. Then you get to Garcelle because this is before she and Garcelle were cool. Garcelle's like, I think you tried to paint Sutton as a racist. With that dark word comment. And she goes, no. And she goes, you don't know what she said to me. It was dark. And well, what did she say? And she goes, I'm not going to talk about it. Well, eventually they did talk about it. And to which I will say to Crystal's defense, Sutton did publicly on Instagram and Twitter apologize for those comments. So they did happen. We need to qualify that with the fact that those comments did happen. So let's just move past it. Cause you know what, Crystal, like I said, she's not the dumbest in the room and she can read these chicks pretty good. And she got a good poker face and she keeps quiet and she watches. So yeah. Okay. She's not playing with these chicks no more. No, I mean, she, you know, they say after the third season, you better know everything at that point, right? You better. That's know right. Because then, then you're going right. to end up being Teddy and you're going to end up getting fired. So, um, yeah. Oh, she ain't getting fired. She's on the left side of the couch. Oh, no, 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 no. She's she's fine. Crystal. So I'm I'm not going to lie to you. I'm not like just as a viewer. I'm not the hugest Crystal fan. I'll be there, there next year. What's that? No, I said I said Crystal's on the left side of the couch, honey. Because if you noticed, Andy went right down the road. Sutton, Garcelle, and Crystal. How y'all doing okay, today? Yeah. And then yeah, he oh, went no. to the old. Then he went to the lefties. <laughs> oh no, no, no! She's definitely. They're the new. You know what's interesting? I think that they're the new Fox Four, but they're the three, or like they're they're the new Trace Amigas. Like that's what this is gonna be. They're the new Trace Amigas, and that's they fine. got it. They've got the formula. They cracked it. They cracked yeah, the they're, formula. They're all, and they spend time with each other outside of like when cameras are dead. a lot of time now, a yeah. lot of time. Yeah. So, which is great. You know, I'm not a huge Sutton fan. I'm not a huge Sutton fan at all. Cause I was mad. At, I was mad at some of the fibs she told back in the day. I but, mean, uh huh. No, no. I was just going to say there were a couple fibs she told back in the day that I know for a fact that were confirmed by one of her castmates that and it was a lie and I have the receipts on my phone to prove it. But I have never felt the need to break them out and hurt somebody because I'm not that person. But you know, one day I could choose violence. I'm never sure. That by the way, that is my favorite line. One day I'll choose violence. <laughs> my favorite <laughs> line of all time. Um when when you do choose violence, I I better be there to, to see all oh. of this. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Gosh, but I don't want to do it. I don't want to do it because, to be honest, I, I, that's not my nature. But if they if they go after if they go after the way they went after Kyle this year was disgusting. The way they went after Crystal was not nice. And then you know the way they the way they just kept going on Sutton's esophagus. Jesus God. Yeah, like I'm done with the esophagus. And here's the thing that sucks is that like so I work in sports media, and oh so okay. So I love Marcellus Wiley. If you ever watch a, a lot of his things, like a lot of his takes and whatever that have to do with sports, I love them. I think that they're great. Um, I hope, you know, he gets cleared of whatever he did at Harvard. Uh, I, I really hope that that's not true. We'll see, whatever. But that- Gotta that, have his day in court. What's up? 
Gonna have his day in court. We'll find yeah. out. And he, and he will. Both of them will. Um, that that all notwithstanding, like he just is like this force to be reckoned with. So I was like, I'm gonna give this girl a chance. Oh, yeah. Like you know, I love Marcellus Wiley just on the surface of whatever and um, all of his content. The problem is, I liked Anne Marie when she showed up. Yeah. I and liked her when she first showed up. Yeah. She jumped right in and she was calling it out. And I was like, okay, this girl is doing the most, but I like her. Yeah. And then it happened. Right. That stupid Sutton store opening and she wouldn't let it go. And then she was also at the memorial service for Kyle's friend, Lorraine. I can tell you that for four and a half hours, she sat with Crystal, Teddy, Garcelle, and Sutton, and she wouldn't shut up about it. Yeah. For four hours. Yeah, there's a time and a place. That was not the time or the place to bring that back up. I mean, you should never bring up anybody who's incensed. Yeah. Teddy was incensed. I, she definitely, I de- she definitely was like, yeah, she talked ad nauseum about it. It was not good. <laughs> like, it was so not necessary. And when somebody that's not even on the cast anymore and that, like, and she also doesn't hate her. She's like, I have no, no issues with her whatsoever. But she kept, she could not let it go. And it was just like, you got no. Yeah. And this is somebody that's not even your castmate. This is somebody that's actually on your side. That like their kids actually, I believe their kids play against. They, they play football. Yeah. They play football. So let you know, this person's actually on your side and wants to be there for you, and you know, build, <laughs> put you up. But you're making it really hard by constantly putting up somebody somebody else's health issue. I'm not even gonna say the damn word. And, I'm sick of that word. No, please don't. <laughs> Seriously, um, please don't. But all I can say is that. At the end of the day, I think Anne Marie, Anna Marie realizes she went too far. She even said it at the reunion. I'm dropping this. I should never have done it. Yeah. I have a feeling somebody wound her up and pointed her at Sutton and said, go. It's either a, I don't want to give Kyle all the credit. It was definitely production was definitely pushing, but you can see a little bit of Kyle was like, what about this? Like, we talked about this at your house. Da, 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 da. I don't think she meant for it to go this long, but I definitely think that she definitely was part of it. Not all of it, but part and of it. She, she left her out there in the woods, too. I was like, well, Kyle abandoned ship real quick. <laughs> she was like, oh, oh, girl. Oh, okay. No. Yeah. No. I, I do. It's like, stop. I do, I do love the fact that she, like, she, she like they bring it up at the um at the charity event and then like all of a sudden she's just like oh no and it, like, kind of like sort of goes off the bat. <laughs> it's like it's like oh i'm out yeah yeah the fact can i just say i love it i would when i i can say after i've been to a and i went to real housewives of new jersey melissa Borga had invited me last year in october yeah i, saw, I to saw attend her uh-huh. Yeah, I attended her MV fashion show, so I know how this stuff is filmed now. I've seen it firsthand. And I will say, when Margaret Josephs exploded, she exploded four and a half feet away from me. And there was a, there was a scream, a shout, 
And then production got her the heck out of there as fast as they could. And then I saw her at the actual show itself and she was there fresh as a daisy, smiling and having a great time. I was like, how do they rebound from that kind of rage to that? It's, it's astounding to me how quickly they rebound. Me, I'd catch a case real quick. I would, I would be in cups and I, I, I would be there right next to, right, right next to like, I don't know. I, I, it would be bad. It would be bad. Somebody talked to me the way they was talking to Margaret Joseph that night. Child. Yeah. I, I, I applaud them for looking at this as actual employment as opposed to like, let's keep that going kind of thing. So I like that they can like compartmentalize and move, move the situation along. Um, especially, Absolutely. Especially, especially with Jersey. Like I, I would think that those women would like, they, they'd keep the bone and like keep gnawing at it as opposed to. Let me tell well, I, we won't even get in Jersey day because this is not Jersey day. But there's so much tea I've got in Jersey, it's not even funny. So, um, yeah, there's problems in Jersey. Production problems at the Wazoo. Yeah. Um, There's a reason we're not going to see them until summer now. Yeah. Um, Do you want to? They're going to debut with Jersey. Yeah, we'll wait. We'll wait. We'll wait. We're not even going to mess with that. But let's talk about Dorit. Yes. Yes. Moving on. So, what? um, So, I mean, Dorit is all been all up in the streets. So, like, she has all been oh, not the streets. She's she's well, she's you know the the rumor. Um, everybody's saying that the rumor about her and Mariso having an affair makes sense now. They're saying that. Oh no. Okay. Um, they're also no. also her with Gar- Garcelle. Like, just her with the women in general. We can like bag the Maurice thing. Her with Garcelle. Um, her getting into it with Crystal, her get, she's getting into it with every single one of these women. I think, except for Erica. I think Erica's the only one that she hasn't. And um, she's and her like, only. She's she's her only port in a storm right now. Yeah, and it's all because of her. It's not because of these other women. Now, as a black woman, I completely get where Garcelle is coming from, and I also get where Anna Marie is coming from. But I also. Um, don't I I I can't understand where Dorit's coming from because I'm not Jewish, but I can understand the correlation where she's in her bubble. Now, is that an excuse? Absolutely not. Like you need to still educate yourself. That's why, like, I educated myself on what the Jewish people, which I will never understand, but like I tried to educate myself on what Jewish people go through and have gone through for generations. Um, again, I'll never understand it. I'll never get it. It's South Park said it right when they're like, you don't have to, you just have to respect it. Yeah. And so I think that that's the problem that obviously she's having is that like, you know, if somebody called you like, where are your horns and said that to Garcelle, that's the equivalent of how you're treating her or in her, in her view, in her purview. So like you need to take that, like your personal experience and be like, maybe that's how I'm treating her as well. And I just don't, I don't want to say she doesn't have the capacity to, but it's it's proving that she doesn't have the capacity to think that way, um, which is kind of sad. Let me tell you, the night the night the episode aired, because you know they don't get the episodes yeah, right. until Sunday night, right, to watch for the next week. And when that episode dropped, and I heard Dorit say "child bride," mm-hmm. I got a text about maybe an hour later from Crystal. She goes, did you watch? And I was like, yeah. 
And she goes, do you know how mad I am right now? And I was like, yeah. And it, it, it's, I said, the reunion's next week. Let her have it then. And she goes, oh, I will. And I will. I was like, oh, okay, girl. <laughs> you do you, boo. Yeah, yeah. Did did she go out on social media as well and say something or no? She just saved it for the reunion. She didn't right away. She didn't right away. But later that week, she did. Okay. And I was like, oh, thank God she didn't just let it sit. Yes. Yeah, she she was over inundated. I, I can tell you without her even telling me, she was over inundated with text messages and DMs about this and... She finally didn't let it stand. She said, I got to say something. And she did. And then when they got Dorit, you could see it on Dorit's face. She knew walking in there, she done messed up. Yeah. I mean, this- She this, messed up. This is like a Sandoval thing where like, you just got to c- come in with your, whatever between your legs, your tail- Hand in your hat. Yep. And say, I'm sorry. It's all my fault. I'm sorry. Don't come back at it. Don't say anything. Just say, I'm sorry kiss kiss the ring do what you gotta do sweetie like you just like shut your mouth and just say i'm sorry and that's not really what she did she Garcelle. no yeah garcelle has nothing left for her you could see that last night garcelle is done yeah and here's the thing like this is the same thing that i thought last season with between garcelle and erica y'all just ain't friends and there's nothing wrong with that y'all don't have to be friends in order to work with one another you don't, you don't have to be friends to work with one another. And if you're not friends with her, that's fine. You can be cordial and you can like do your thing or whatever and just like put her off to the side. Her and Dorit do not have to be friends for me as a viewer in order nope. to enjoy the show. Like nope. you be friends with Sutton and with Crystal and you guys have your trio get and just be cordial the way you've been for the last however many years she's been, what, four or five years now that she's been on Beverly Hills. Garcelle's been on for four. Crystal's been on for three. Yeah. And Sutton's been on for four. Yeah. So again, like y'all don't have to be friends. Like it would be nice if all of you got, and like the, the Spain trip, they all got along, you know, they all like, it was fine. Yeah. They had a kumbaya moment, whatever. They can all still quote unquote work with each other and go on these trips with each other. It doesn't mean you have to be besties. Like, I don't under I don't understand why everybody thinks that they have to be best friends in order for the show to work. It doesn't. It's great this way. Like, to be honest, I've always said that Orange County. I know for a fact they all hang out with each other. Yeah. New York, the the new New York, they all hang out with each other. Yeah. The Jersey peripherally, some of them hang with each other. Potomac ain't nobody hang with each other. Atlanta, nobody hung with each other. Miami, they all hang with each other. Yes. The problem here is that when you have a cast that don't like each other, it translates. And right now in Beverly Hills, you have half a cast that hates the other cast. Yeah. And it's it's very hard to hide. And I can tell you right now, I foresee three, maybe four cast members leaving this year. Can you tell me which ones? Other than Anna Marie. Oh, yeah. I, I mean, the, the, these are my picks. I honestly, just solely based on what I've noticed, I w- this is who I would let go because they're not giving anything. Anna, Anna Marie, she's got to go. Right. She okay. didn't bring anything. She's yeah. done. Um, I would definitely, though, she, she's, she gave, I don't need to see anything more for her as Erica. 
Um, I also, I also would, I would be remiss to say Dorit's got to go. And my surprise fourth one, just because I think she's done. And I think that's why Kathy's at the show. I think Kyle's going to announce her departure. I could, I agree with you on that because only because she actually said, I don't, I forget if it was this season or last season where she, her ideal living situation is she could be done with Hollywood and LA and she can move to like the country and like just have her own yeah. like yoga and like do all the natural things or whatever um, because she's switching over to a healthier lifestyle. So I can see her leaving yeah. for sure. And she's going to get, she's going to get a divorce. Let's get real. You're separated, but you're going to get a divorce. It's, it's, I don't know what Mauricio did. I have a suspicion and it has to do with finances more than it has to do with an affair. I think he did something. Yeah. I, so. I think I think it's more like the public humiliation and the finances than anything else. I don't think that like, because there's been, I mean, he's had rumors circling page six for years. This isn't like, this isn't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's nothing new, but now that he has permission to play, he has been. Yeah. And so more of a fine. aesthetic thing for her, I think, than for, than the latter. Like I just, but again, they, they're both making decisions. They're both, you know, hanging out with who they want to hang out with. They're doing their thing, you know, now. So maybe she's a lot freer. Might just evolving. It might just evolve into something new that we've never seen before. And if they stay together and just live separate lives, so be it. I don't care. I just want her happy. I want him happy. And most of all, I want that little 15-year-old girl yeah. that broke down on national TV happy at the end of the day. At the end of the day, Portia crying was just the worst for me because I just, at, like, I remember when my parents split, like, I wasn't an, I wasn't an adult. I think I was maybe like a year or two older than, or a year or two younger than Portia when my parents split. But I was grateful because you see them fighting. They don't see them fighting. They don't see them arguing. They don't see, like, they can leave all that off to the side so their kids can be sheltered from all that stuff. So Portia, being the small, like, this is all she knows, right? You know, like, she doesn't know anything else. She just knows that her parents, like, lovey-dovey and happy and whatever. Um, for her, and she's still probably dealing. I can only imagine what she's dealing with in school right now. She's 15. Like, can you imagine having... Here's the thing. You know what? I don't think she has to worry too much about that. Her father is one of the top realtors in the world and she lives in an affluent neighborhood. She's probably just safe as a kitten. They're all just be talking about her behind her back, but they're not going to be outwardly cruel to her face. I mean, I hope. And I think that's important. Get that girl in therapy. If she's not in therapy already, that's all I'm saying. No, I, I agree with you on that. Um, last and final thoughts on, um, this reunion and uh, this part uh, part one of the reunion and what are you looking forward to um, in the second um, reunion part two? I was surprised at I was surprised at how much went down in just part one. I really thought they were going to bring Anna Marie out in part two since she didn't even join the show six episodes in. But I have a feeling next week is going to be nothing but Kyle versus Sutton, and. Then the third and final episode is going to be what's left over. And it's probably going to be nothing but a hot mess of 
just unresolved stuff. Right. And I think that, and then Kathy's going to come out and then I, I know peripherally what had happened that night and something does get very sick. Yeah. And yeah. part of me thinks I, this is horrible for me to say this, but Kathy walks out and Sutton has a panic. <laughs> we're all, we're all thinking it. You're just saying it and it's great. She, hello. Yeah, I'm sorry. This did my internet disconnected. So, um, sorry guys, my internet disconnected for a little bit. But yeah, you were just you just said what all of us were thinking. Like all of us are thinking it. Nobody, just nobody's saying it. But you're saying it, and I'm here for it. I'm loving it. Well, to be honest, I mean, when they bring when they brought her out, I was like, uh oh. She said, Kathy looks at me like I'm a sister. Oh, I hope she says I. I like you, but I don't like you like a sister. God, I really, really, really hope that the rumors are true that she basically is there for Kyle and here to support Kyle for all of the shit that basically they were bashing on her because her and Sutton get into it. They do get into it a little bit at the reunion where she's like, you were bashing me this entire season. You were coming after me this entire season. Why? Like, it she makes was. Sense. Yeah, and absolutely. She totally was. But it makes no sense because it's like she's trying to be you know, Teddy Walter Sutton or whatever. She's trying to be this investigatory person. And it's like, this ain't none of your damn business. Let it go. Let the mouse go. Well, here's, well, I can tell you this much. And I asked, and I got the answer privately. I had made a post and I said, I want to know how many of Kyle's teammates knew what she, you know, castmates were, knew what she was going through and they still chose to tear into her. And I got a private answer. And answer told me everything I need to know about about 95% of these women mm. and who they are and what their character is. And it's sad, but at the end of the day, at least Kyle knows what she's dealing with now. And all the all the curtains are down and she can see people for who they are now. Yeah. And I think that she also- It's not all fun and splits, kids. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think she also said that um, before they really truly got into it about like Erica being like, that's the one friend on this cast that I actually am friends with that like I can trust, but everybody else by the wayside, which is yep. irony in its finest. Yep. Um, Mark, thank you so much for taking the time. I cannot wait to have you back on for Jersey. Um, spill that tea. <laughs> spill that tea. Um, anything you want to promote, this is the time. No, just stop by the Pink Pop Box on Instagram. Um, on Spotify, you can find us by the same name. We're always talking about something salacious, stupid, and kind of, you know, wrong. So definitely stop by and see us. Um, can I make a request for the Pink Pop Box podcast? Yeah. Do you cover um, the feud Capote versus the Swans? We are going to when the show is over. Okay, okay. I can't wait. I can't wait. I'm so excited. I love that, that show, by the way. Right it's now, we're obsessed with traders, and we're waiting for that to end, and we're going to recap the whole series. I love it. I love it. Guys, list, give it a listen, because if Mark is anything like 
he is on just on this podcast. I can't even imagine how much better you are on your own. It's got to be so I, I got to give it a listen. I'm oh, you're so sweet. But I can't wait. And I also can't wait for you guys to um, recap uh, Feud vers- uh, Capote versus the Swans because that legit is my favorite show on TV right now. Uh, like outside of the Bravo verse. Oh my gosh. I'm obsessed with it right now. So okay. yeah. Oh, it's so, it's so good. It's so well done. It's just everything about it is just epic. Everything. Oh, obsessed. Oh, obsessed. Oh. I'm obsessed with you, Mark. I can't wait to have you back on. Um, That being said, you guys, thank you for bitching with us. Uh, if you made it this far, you know I hate promoting myself. So just wait till you get to the end of this podcast and you'll see all of my socials, um, how you can find us um, for your podcast, all that crap. And thank you so much for to Sandbar 66, our sponsor, who makes this commercial free. So um, that being said, guys, thank you so much for bitching with us and we'll see you later. Bye. Thank you so much, Mark. I really appreciate it. I'll, um, I'll reconnect when uh, Jersey comes on. Uh, like, I don't know if you want to do it during like the end or if you want to do the beginning or like in, in between or all three. Whenever. Whenever yes, you okay. want me. Whenever you need me, you just let me know. We're the bestest, Mark. I really appreciate it. Thank you so much. It's my pleasure. You, you have a good night now. You too.